At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And joining us now to discuss all of this is economist Steve Moore. He's a visiting fellow at the Heritage Foundation, and he also hosts a great show every Saturday on WABC Radio at 1 p.m. called More Money. And uh, Steve, great to have you here on the show. Hi, Rita. Great to be with you. You know, I want to ask you about a new study you guys just put out, which, boy, goes right to what is happening right now in this country with oil prices and OPEC. Tell us about it. Well, at our Committee to Unleash Prosperity, which is a group that uh, Steve Forbes and Larry Kudlow and our lab and I started um, many years ago, we did an analysis of if we just stuck with the Trump policies on energy, which is to make energy, America energy independent and dominant with all the, you know, using all the energy resources we have. Uh, and if we had not had the Biden policy of declaring war on American energy, we would be producing about three million more barrels a day, a day. And if we were doing that, then we would be we would have about one hundred billion dollars more output every year that we don't have to. Im- so we wouldn't have to import all the oil from, you know, from the OPEC countries. And we would not. Here's the, here's the real kicker. If we had done that, we wouldn't have had to drain a single barrel of oil from the reserves. You know, we're running close to empty on the reserves now. We're the lowest level. I think uh, you know this, Rita. We're at the lowest level in our strategic reserves since 1984. And Biden announced today that he is going to draw down another 10 million barrels. So, you know, we're we're getting the cupboard is getting bare. It's a really scary premise. And in fact, yesterday, the White House was asked about that. Will you tap in? And they said, no, we're not going to tap it anymore. And then today they reversed course and <laughs> right. said, yes, we will explain to everybody listening how dangerous it is that we are tapping into them. Because as you point out, they are our emergency reserves and they're at a 40-year low. Exactly. They're, they're not supposed to be used um, you know, during normal times, which is what Biden did. And the crazy thing is we didn't have to, tra- you know, as our study shows, we didn't have to tap the reserves. We could have just gotten it out of the ground. We could have drilled for it. And so instead of getting our energy now from, you know, states like West Virginia and Pennsylvania and Texas and, uh, and North Dakota, we're getting more and more of our energy imported from the Saudis and from the OPEC countries. And, and I'm frustrated by this, Rita, because, you know, when we, I was working with Trump on the energy policy, our whole goal was to break the back of OPEC so they wouldn't have control of the, you know, for most of your and my life, you know, the OPEC countries could control the oil price. But because of the fracking revolution and the shale oil and gas, the United States almost overnight became the number one producer of, of energy. And now we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing the drilling we should be. And so you're right. This is not just an economic problem. I believe it's a national security problem that we're you know, putting more of the geopolitical power in the hands of countries like Russia, China, and Iran. And how dangerous is this as we're heading into winter, too? I mean, I think not uh, just for us, but and into Europe. 
Yeah, first of all, we should look at Europe because that's exactly where we're headed. You know, Europe tried the green energy, solar power, wind power, all that stuff, and it didn't work. (laughs) And in fact, you know, they're using more and more coal and they're now using uh, firewood to keep their homes heated because they're running out of energy. I mean, it's unbelievable. And so we should be producing more. You know, I have a friend who lives in London, Rita. Uh, She told me that they're paying $9 a gallon for gasoline now. $9 a gallon. That is stunning. When you hear uh, that and think, gosh, where are we headed? You see, even on the West Coast, prices high. How high could it get? And are you surprised, by the way, in the middle of all this, Steve, that the White House still refuses to acknowledge that they've played any role? I mean, we hear the White House reporters, you know, Peter Ducey asking uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, saying, you know, he wants to take credit when prices drop with oil and gas, but yet he won't take prices, you know, take any credit um, how much do you ever see this White House acknowledging that their policies contributed to it? They keep saying it's COVID. They keep saying it's Putin. Anything but them. Well, you know, I, I have to say I was really disgusted um, by the president today in Florida. I don't know if you saw his speech, but, you know, the first per, practically the first words out of his mouth were climate change. You know, I mean, come on, this isn't the time for having a political debate about climate change when you have people's homes underwater and people have ruined their life savings and and, you know, I just thought it was so unpresidential for the president to be, you know, oh, this is all because of climate change. I mean, they've had hurricanes for hundreds and hundreds of years in, in uh, Florida. So um, I don't think that the Biden administration is going to change its position because it is uh, driven by this cult of climate change. These people really believe they're going to change the temperature of the planet. Uh, and <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not going to happen, especially when you've got China right now. Uh, Rita, China's building 40 massive coal plants. You know, do you think President Xi cares about climate change? I don't. You know, it's scary because as they're doing that, we are, you know, going and begging, basically. Exactly. Uh, we're in a position where yeah. we're going and begging to Iran. Uh, the new yeah. news also coming out just a little bit ago that we're lifting some sanctions on Venezuela so Chevron can do some development there. I mean, how crazy yeah. is it that we're coddling dictators and yet yeah. killing oil production and jobs in America? I mean, this is insane. It's a well well put. And, you know, why aren't we getting the, the oil from Texas and Oklahoma and North Dakota? You know, we have more resources, natural resources and energy resources than any, any other country in the world. We have like 500 years worth of coal. We have at least 300 years worth of natural gas. And incidentally, why aren't we using natural gas? Reed. I mean, natural gas is the cleanest of all fuels. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a wonder fuel. It's abundant. It's made in America. It is reliable. Uh, it's cheap and, and, and it's, it's clean burning. So I don't understand why the left doesn't want to use natural gas because it's a great way to get electric power production. And I just want to leave your you know, uh, audience with one statistic that I think is really important. Today in America, we get 70 percent, 70 percent of our energy comes from oil, gas, and coal. You know what percentage comes from wind and solar power? How much? One? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, no. We're up to 6 or 7%. So let's say we could triple our wind and solar <coughs> capacity. Maybe we could do that. We're still, we're going to get the 80, other 80% of our energy. I mean, it's, none of this makes a lot of sense, and I think it will ha- damage the economy. And you're right. So many, you know, those jobs in the oil field and the oil patch, those guys are making $100,000 a year. Those are good jobs. Very good jobs. And yet uh, the industry has just been vilified under this president. And now, as you point out, it is a national security crisis. 
and uh, also heading to uh, another pocketbook price, uh, crisis, too. There are just so many levels to this. Steve Moore, really great to have you here on the show. And everybody, make sure you listen to More Money on WABC Radio, Saturdays at 1 o'clock. Always great to have you here, Steve. Thank well, you thanks, so much. Rita. And, and uh, you're going to have to return the favor, and, and i got to get you on, on more money one of these weeks. <laughs> I would fun. love it. I hear, I hear it's a top-rated show, so i got to be on it. <laughs> okay, you got it. Take care. Have a great night. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.